Lucas. Uh, welcome back to the podcast with Zahar and Lucas. Um, we're earlier than I expected just because there's just been so much news and everything just been bombarding us with information. Um, so we have a bunch of stuff to get to. I'm currently at my cottage, so if the mic is kind of off, it's, I don't have my actual mic here because I wasn't expecting to record. But we have the expansion draft on Saturday. Um, oh, I know. Is it on Saturday? Uh, what is the expansion draft? I don't think it's Saturday. Sorry, it's, it's um, definitely unco- it's the, definitely upcoming. Saturday, I think, is the the like the day they have to submit their information. Uh, I think it's Wednesday, that's when you July twenty sub- first. I think that's when you submit like your um, uh, your protection lists and everything. Okay, yeah. so July seventeenth is the deadline to submit. So that's Saturday to submit yeah. the and then July twenty first is expansion draft. Yeah. And then 23rd so, and 24th are the draft, and then 28th is free agency. Yeah, so we're coming up onto a busy week of just stuff happening, and um, yeah, there's a bunch of news we have to get to. Some that we already talked about with, uh, with the Duncan Keith thing, um, and then there's other stuff that um, came out of nowhere, and uh, we are all surprised by it. Okay, yes. the Oilers trade for Duncan Keith. Um, I don't know why, but they did uh, for Jones and a conditional 2022nd, uh, draft pick. So there are a bunch of conditions. I just didn't want to go into it. It's going to be a pick and a pro- uh, prospect. Like he's uh, 24. Caleb, uh, Caleb Jones. Caleb, Caleb I don't Jones, know if he's like peop- uh, prospect. I don't know. Edmonton kind of says that he's their version of Travis Dermott. So he's not necessarily yeah. a pros- like I wouldn't call him a prospect, but I'd call him a uh, you know Caleb Jones, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. third line, third line uh, defense. Yeah. So I believe that the the pick was actually was a third in twenty twenty two with conditions is what is what it was. First things first, Oilers. Why? 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 I have no idea. The part it's that a gets very me. Good question. The part that gets me is something that you didn't mention, which is the no salary retained. If they, if this oh, trade, yeah. if this trade was just was that trade and um, and Chicago retained fifty percent, it looks a lot better. But yeah. they took all of Duncan Keats' money. Yes, and um, for some reason the Oilers had to give up a pick. Yeah, for some reason I the Oilers don't... gave up a pick. I don't understand. Like, I understand they'd give up a pick if they retain salary, but they gave up a pick for that. For, for, for Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand how you go into this deal and you have to give up. I'd say they gave up more than Chicago did to get rid of uh, yeah, that salary. Mm-hmm. Which, that's automatically, if you see that automatically, it's you already know it's a bad deal. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it was it's shocking it's shocking and uh, apparently ken holland uh just see what ken holland said someone asked it was like well so the whole thing with this with the keith deal that was rumored whatever team chicago wanted to trade him to yeah they had all the cards whether it was vancouver yes. whether it was yes. calgary whether it was edmonton they had all because the leverage he yeah because he wanted to go to western canada and he wanted to go to any, literally any team thing. So he, like, he had, he was in no position to have demands, and Chicago was known in no position to ask for too much because they know he wants to go there. And I just don't understand how Ken, Hall- Ken Holland gets so fleeced, where he has to give up an extra pick and he has to take the entire cap off. Well, if you ask Ken Holland, supposedly, so, so someone was like, well it seemed like you had all the leverage or something like it's something along those lines. And it was like, and it seemed like you gave up, a, uh, you gave up you know, a, quite a bit. And he said, what is wrong to get him for free? <laughs> yes. Basically, if you're taking on that cap, it basically has to be for free. I, 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 I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the trade from the Edmonton perspective and uh, Hey, Chicago. Like I know uh, my, my cousin, my cousin lives in, lives in Illinois um, you know, I know Duncan Keith is a hero in Chicago and I'm not, yeah. and I'm not taking it. And like, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of fans are going, man, you know, thanks for those great years and everything. Damn. Did you get some nice stuff back? Cause like Caleb Jones could turn into something. Um, like, like defenseman is, is always, defensemen are always key getting all yeah. that cap space 
is really, yep. really important. And who knows? And and so uh, the condition... I was, I, list, I was listening to a podcast, and they were saying that, what if this is a precursor to Seth Jones being coming to Chicago? Ooh. Which, like... Which is like huh. interesting to look at because the whole uh, Duncan Keith thing opens up the cap for them to uh, maybe sign Seth Jones, but it's also with Duncan Keith. I think I was reading somewhere that if he um, if he retires within the next two years, then Chicago is stuck with the a dead cap because of um, because of his age. Yeah, I think yeah. So what I think is going to happen is Duncan Keith's going to – he's got two years left at 5.3. He's 38. 38. So I think he's just going to – I think he's just going to play out. I think he's going to play out those two years, and then he'll ride up into the sunset and retire, which good for him. Like, I – yeah. But – He's 37. So 37. He'll be 39 when it's over. Like, just last two years, and then you're you're done. Actually, he's going to be 40. Okay. His birthday is July 16th, so he's going to turn 38 oh, in, on, this summer. On Friday. <laughs> on Friday. Yeah, in two days. Um, So just right off into the sunset, last two years. I don't think he'll be terrible this year, but just like I thought the Oilers gave up. They gave up way too much in order to get someone like yep. him. He's 38. He's not He's not winning Norris trophies. He's not winning Conn Smites. He's not winning Stanley yep. Cups. He's a 38-year-old defenseman on, a, on, on the Blackhawks. Granted, the Blackhawks aren't as good as the Oilers, but like, I I don't see, I don't see, and see the thing is the Oilers, the Oilers this year they could definitely do something because if you look at the Pacific Division, it's terrible. Trevor was saying that yep. earlier. The, the, yep. Okay, so the Pacific Division are all three Western Canadian teams. Arguably, yep. all all three of those teams are equal. Like the yes. Canucks, the Oilers, and Flames, I'd say are equal in yeah. terms of their yeah. abilities. Like um, they're not doing any damage when it comes to like going far into the playoffs. Let's just say that. Yeah, uh, you got the three Canadian teams. You got the three California teams, which they're all equal in terms of suckage. Um, yep. And, and, and then, then you, you have, have Seattle and Vegas and Vegas, which Vegas is gonna Vegas uh, is gonna literally how- like sleep their way to first place. Yeah. Uh, depending on how Seattle comes out, because they, they might they might have the biggest first year thing. So we'll depends on that. But I think for the most part, yeah, Seattle is running away with that with that division because Vegas, Vegas Anaheim. Oh, sorry, yeah, Vegas. Uh, Anaheim is like kind of up on the up. They they still have terrible. I like Zegers. Like, I like Travis Zegers and good. Jamie Drysdale. Yeah, they have a bunch of young players, so that's going to be kind of a mixed bag. Uh, L.A. Kings. That might be something they might. I think they might be a sleeper surprise when it comes if they have steady goaltending. Um, the Sharks, I think they're in full rebuild mode. Which uh, congratulations, Eric Carlson, for that, doing that. He's Carlson's either going to get traded or bought out within the next eighteen months. Yeah, um, and then it's the Canadian teams. So Vancouver, depending on how Vancouver just kind of plays, I don't. I have no idea. Calgary. We still don't know what's happening in Calgary. I think there are big changes coming there, and I we haven't really on, heard I anything touch from on Calgary. Them. I want to touch on Calgary. Yep. Uh, Edmonton, we literally just talked about it, and then Vancouver Canucks. I don't know um, what's going on with them, and D- they depending on what happens in free agency, depending on what happens on the twenty eighth, I will yep. have a. I will. I will tell you what I think about the Vancouver Canucks. That's that's all yep. I'm. That's all I want to say. Um, yeah. So I don't like this trade to the Oilers. Maybe they need a top four defenseman. I don't know if it's like, I just don't know how Ken Holland gives away so much and still has to retain. I don't even think that's a top four defenseman. I don't think, I don't think Duncan Keith plays top four minutes. He's going to be playing top four minutes though. Like on second pair. (laughs) He can't. That's the thing is his body physically can't play top four minutes. Like, so if you think of it this way, that's what I was watching a couple videos and podcasts and that's what they were saying that he's projected to be in the top, which Okay. Um, now, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna say this, I think I think that one of Larson or Barry will come back. I think that I think Larson is the higher chance of him coming. Okay. back. I think Larson so is probably good. He'll come play back. top. He'll play top one. Top like top two minutes with Darnell Nurse. Yeah, that's not a problem. Yeah. Who they? Who Darnell Nurse has one year left. Thank you. Come on home. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Um, 
And I think that, that that'll be their first two. Whether it's Nurse or Barry or Nurse or Larson, whichever one comes back, I think that's a good pair. And yep. then what do you have, Ethan? Do you have just Ethan Bear and and Duncan Keith as your second Duncan pairing? I, I don't know. I'd have to look at, like, the Edmonton Oilers. I, 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 I can't. And also the Oilers have no goaltending. Like they have Miko Koskinen and Alex Daylock. Like unless they re-sign Mike Smith, which they probably will. So apparently they wanted to send um um one second. There I heard something Miko about Koskinen. Koskinen. Miko Koskinen to the um to the Chicago to Chicago, which would be wild um and then some for some reason that just didn't really work out chicago's probably like oh we don't want bad goaltending <laughs> that's Basically, probably yeah. what happened um okay so this is their uh, i don't know but like this is, i think there is this is this would be the their top four uh uh darnell nurse uh duncan keith ethan bear chris russell and then just dimitri kulikov He's he's a UFA. Adam Larson's a UFA. Um, William Logison, which is he's just an entry level draft. Phil Philip Broberg Phillip and Bro- Evan Bouchard. Broberg, Evan Bouchard. Like these aren't any players that like can play top four minutes, like, and they're all young. It's 21, 20. They're like, gonna I'm have so, to like, sign yeah, someone they're to gonna have play to their find, bottom six too. They're gonna yeah, they're gonna have to like the fact that they're gonna that they. Like I, this is why this time of year is so great. We won't we won't have answers to all these questions until July twenty eighth, or or July thirtieth. I even think I even think longer. Like I think like we won't know who the bottom the bottom pairing of the Edmonton Oilers is gonna be until like train after training camp. Yeah. Okay. But for the I, most part, I think I think the major players will know after the. Uh, Trade not trade deadline. Um, after the signing, uh, free agency. Oh, okay. Cap friendly put the divisions back to where it is, so it's so that's what's messing me up. Okay, uh, I I don't I don't like this trade from the Edmonton perspective. Um, I I um, I I don't think it worked out there. Um, but I I wish Duncan Keith the best. Like I wish the team the best of luck. I just I don't I think they gave it too much. I don't think it was good. I don't think it was a good good move by them. Yeah. Um. So Sutter and Parise get bought out, which that kind of just came out of nowhere, and that kind of just started the whole news cycle of all these things happening after that. Um. So I have a thing from Sportsnet with both players carrying identical seven point five four million cap. The buyouts will the buyout will save buyouts. Sorry, uh, will save the Wild more than ten million next season. The two players counting for just under five million each. In twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three, however, the two players will count for almost thirteen million against the cap. In both twenty twenty three and twenty twenty four and twenty twenty four twenty twenty five seasons, the two players will leave the Wild with a cap charge of. 15 14.7 million but 15 i'm just rounding up um starting in 2025 2026 the two players will count for just over 1.6 million against the cap for four seasons until 2029 we're going to be almost 30 when this contract when these contracts are done like okay yeah okay that is wild all right, you said that we're going to be 30. Um, yeah, we are almost going to be 30. I just turned 20 uh, two days ago. Sure. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, so so um, we're going to be like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be like 2029. 20, I'm going to be 29. You're going to be 28. Jeepers. We're going to be old. Jesus. And so, these contracts are still going to be going. Did Bill Guerin know that that after after this this coming season for the next three years he'll be playing he'll be paying over over ten million dollars to players that don't even play for him? Did he? Yeah. Did he actually know I, that? I think he did. Except like I don't, I don't know. Like I. So okay. So if we're looking at this from 
like the not buying them outside. You have two players, you're paying them a shit ton of money. What does this like? Okay, so I don't really understand what was the perfect purpose of this buyout. Well, that I can understand because those those have been boat anchor contracts for a while when they were signed. Like these two contracts were signed on the same day and caused the 2012 lockout. Like yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah, that's what happened. And I think the reason why they bought because so, um, Parise, I remember. I remember the 2020 trade deadline happened two weeks before the pandemic and there was, and there was a deal in place that was going to get Parise that was going to bring Parise to the Islanders in exchange for Anders Lee. Oh no, not Anders Lee. Um, Andrew Ladd, who is a, who has been a boat anchor for them. And I don't think has played a single season for them or maybe he's played one season. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And they've been trying to get rid of the mess that Chuck Fletcher created with those two contracts for a while. And this was their only way out. But the fact that they have to pay $14.7 million for two seasons. And then before that season, they have to pay $12.7 million. Is really not good. That is so brutal. Jesus. So here, so... We're complaining about the Matthews and Marner and Tavares contracts. At least they play for, for the Leafs. And they're good. And they're good. Um, in the regular season. In the regular season. We'll, we'll, we'll just put that in. Yeah. Um, so we're complaining about that. And now Minnesota has to look forward to paying over $10 million to two players that won't even play for them. Yep. A game, like, and it... It's a like it's not even one of those things where it's just money that doesn't count towards the cap. Those are counting towards the cap. So 13 million in 2022, 2023, and then for two years after that, 14.7 million. That's a huge portion of the cap. And the cap isn't, I don't like everyone was saying the cap's not going to go up, but I think that cap's going to start going up in 2023, 2024. If this happens, the cap has to go up because Minnesota literally can't ice a team. There isn't a single yes. player in the NHL that makes uh, that makes that that amount of money. Like that, yep. there's there isn't someone that makes twelve point seven, fourteen point seven. Like there isn't a single player that makes that. So yep. they, I, I I'm I'm lost. I'm at a loss for words. And they have to and they have to sign Capri's off. Which I heard that they're, I heard that they're, um, that they are close to that. It's something around the lines of like, uh, nine million for eight years. Um, okay, that's not nine bad. million, nine million per for eight years. Okay, that's not uh, bad. Not, I, I, I'm good for Kaprizov. I, I think from the Minnesota standpoint, like he's only, he, he only played one season that was shortened. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna just say. I'm like, okay, good for him. Like. If Kaprizov can play the way he played over the last year in a regular season over 82 games over that contract or over like an extended period, I'm happy to give him that. But it's, I, I don't, he, he's a really good player. I just don't know if he is. I don't know if he's $9 million yet. Nine million. Yeah. We don't know if he's $9 million yet. That's, yeah. And also, and it's another thing where this season he only played seven teams. Yes. That too. So, Depending on if he's going to be playing a lot more, a lot more better teams, then how is he going I mean, to be like facing them? The Pacific Division, or sorry, the West, the West Division this year, I'd say was the strongest division. Yes, um, yeah. But then again, he did not play. Um, he he did the not Boston, play teams. The Lightning. He didn't play Boston. He did. He did play, well, the Canadians yeah, because the Canadians. oh, you can't put Toronto there. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on something on something quick when it comes to the Leafs. Um, but going back to this contract buyouts, like just what a what a shit show, what an absolute yeah. shit show that this that this has become. Okay, um, hold on, let me get let me get to something quickly when it comes to the Leafs. Okay, the Leafs have done nothing recently. All they did was hire an assistant coach. All they've done is hired an assistant. Oh coach. my god, I don't even have that in my notes. God that's, damn it, that's fine. All they've done is hired an assistant coach. Can Leafs Twitter? Just throw their throw their phone in a fucking lake. Throw your phone in a lake. The Leafs have done literally nothing since they like they have not yeah. 
I, I, I know. I'm mad too. I am not happy. They re-signed. They re-signed Dermot for two years. And like everyone, 1. the sky is fucking falling. Who gives yep. a shit? It's one and a half million dollars. Is it a little too much? Yes. Who gives a crap? He might even get taken in the expansion draft. Like, can yep. we all just relax, please? Go outside. Nope. We're stressed. And we got nothing else go to outside. do. Go outside. Jump into a pool. Fucking go out on a patio. Drink a beer. Just get off your phone. Like, yep. shut up. Like, I... I am just as mad as all of you. I want this yep. team to succeed, and I know that they won't. But just go outside. Like, th- throw your phone okay. in a lake. So just throw your I kind of want to touch. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, yes, I want to touch, uh, touch on that. Is guys, chill. Just get off your phone. Go. Mitch Marner was trending today. Why he did literally nothing? Wasn't like another Leafs player was trending when like someone got traded or something. Like, I, don't know, I don't know, but like. It was it's stupid. It's they have nothing else like, to do. But Mitch Marner's um, name so trends I, daily. Like throw your phone in the toilet. So I want to touch upon the Leafs and the expansion draft. Who I think Kerfoot is gone. I think they're gonna go with the four forwards and four D and then one goalie method. Um so like when we're touching like I just want to touch on that, the expansion draft. And at me as a Leafs fan, I want to touch on something else. Um I bought a jersey. Oh, no. um, for Frick's sakes, um, I bought a jersey. I bought the Neilander jersey that was on sale, oh, number okay. twenty nine. And oh, you I got twenty nine. Damn... Yeah, I got the twenty nine. But it's like I think it's like you can change the number for like twenty bucks or whatever when you go to Real Sports Apparel or whatever. Okay. So I, I'll... it's whatever. It's I don't care what number it is. I just want to have a Neilander. But I just want to bring up the topic of everyone. Goddamn hated the Leafs. I was ready to quit this podcast because of the shit show they put us through. And then it's been a couple months and now I'm buying jerseys and I'm excited, which is pissing me off because I shouldn't be excited for this team because I know exactly where it's going to end. And that is a perfect example of why Leafs fans are who we are. Uh, I, I will only get excited and I will get excited if I, if they have a good free agency, then I'll, I'll, I'll get excited. Like, okay, so we talk about the expansion draft. Okay, I, I, I agree with you because it sounds like they're going to go with the eight skaters. Because we have, a, like, we have a, like a good core of four defensemen, and I don't want to get rid of them. And we should be protecting all four of them because they're all good. Why? Why do we need to protect all four of those defensemen is my, is my question. I would, what is the difference between Tra- Travis Dermott and Justin Hall? Justin Hall and Muzzin work together very well, and um, Travis Dermott has not performed to this level of Justin Hall. Justin and Hall aren't is... they left? Isn't one guy left-handed, one guy right-handed? Yes, Justin Hall is the right-handed. Okay, yeah. Justin Hall is thirty. Travis Dermott is twenty-nine, uh, twenty-four, twenty-five, something like that. Oh, Justin Hall thirty? I, I what? I I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I believe that Justin Hall is 30 years old. 29. Um, 29? So, yeah, basically 30, yeah. Okay, so I think, yeah, I think he was 29. Jesus, Zach Hyman's turning 30. Where the fuck did time go? Um, yep. Zach Bogosian's only 30? Are you kidding yep. me? That guy looks like he's 43 years old. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you serious? Like, does he not look like he's 43 years old? Um, yeah, it's because he has hard miles, that's why. Oh, yeah, that's why. Um, I... I don't. I, I personally do not like the fact that we're gonna protect eight skaters. I would much rather leave both of them exposed because you can only take one of them. You can only take one of them. And I'd so See, much rather thing... have Alex Kerfoot because we're losing forwards. Zach Hyman's gonna be gone. Who else is gonna be gone? Um, oh yeah, I guess. Uh, who's gonna be okay? Nick Foligno, Joe Thornton, Riley Nash, Alex Galchenyuk, and Zach Hyman are all gonna be gone. Alex Galchenyuk might come back. Uh, I don't even know if Riley, like, I don't know if there's a chance of any of those other ones coming back. The Alex Gochenek is the only one that might come back. Why are we, why would, why are we kicking, why are we kicking Alex Kerfoot to the, to the, to the curb when he's a really good and prime player? And he's a center. He can play center. And he can play center. That's always a positive. 
Like that's the that's the um, biggest part is why don't we just why don't we protect those seven skaters and leave and leave Hall and Dermot exposed? They can only take one of them. I'd much rather have second line center Alex Kerfoot than third than third pairing defenseman Justin Hall or Travis Dermot. That's just my that's just my t- my take on it. But that's I, a good I know point. I know a lot of Leaf fans want the uh, uh protect um uh, protect eight skaters, and I don't know why players want it. I don't know. I don't know why guys want to protect uh, eight uh, eight skaters because I think that the best way to do it is the seven is the seven uh, forwards. I just everyone just like has been talking about that, and I don't know. Like no one really knows how they're going to be who they're going to be protecting. I think we're going to find out like this Saturday, depending on how if if the if we'll, it leaks we'll, we'll or we find out. We'll have to. Yeah, but. I, I don't know. Like, I think, like, from who I've been watching and listening to and, like, just reading, everyone is saying they're going to go four and four, the, the eight, eight the protecting eight uh, skaters. But I don't, I don't there's like always that. a scenario. There's always a scenario where Kyle Dubas is like, no, we're okay. We're not going to do that. We're just going to expose Hall and Dermot. They're most likely going to take Dermot just because he's younger. So maybe that's why. But, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. I think. I don't want to lose Kerfoot because he's a good player and exactly. he can play in a lot of positions. He's too, and, Kerfoot is too good. He is. I'm sorry, Alex yeah. Kerfoot is way too good. Um, Alex Kerfoot's way too good to uh, to play or to just be given away for nothing. I'm sorry. He's, I'm and sorry he's he he's on a reasonable contract that helps out the team, which is always good. So I do um, not agree. I really would not agree with. Um, I would not agree. If they were to expose Alex Kerfoot, he's I, I think that and he's a penalty killer too. And he that's a good point, yeah. For for as many for as much as, as we shit on the Leafs offense uh in the last in the last series, I thought that he played fine. I thought he was fine. Yeah. I thought good. that for what he was, he he contributed. But yeah, I, I they're gonna have to if, if they're gonna if they're if the Leafs already know right now we're losing, we're going to expose Alex Kerfoot, so we're probably going to lose him. They better have a damn good option to replace him with. Yeah. It better not be fucking Adam Brooks, you know, playing second line center. All up to Adam yeah. Brooks. He's not there yet. You know, like yeah. I, like you better, like, I'm sorry. You, you better have a, better have a much better option at, uh, at center. If you're going to, if you're going to yeah. lose him, you better have an option at center. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see who gets selected. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I think from what I've listened to, everyone's just assuming it's going to go four and four. But there is a scenario where it goes seven and three. So Mm -hmm. it's just the whole seven and three thing is, like, I don't even think we have seven, like, like forwards to, like, protect. Uh, That might be that. You know what? That might be, (laughs) dude. If it was like six, if it was six, I'd be, I'd be like, it'd be so much easier. Okay, so if you had seven, it would be Matthews, Martin, Nylander, uh, Tavares, Kerfoot, uh, Mikheyev, Engvall, and then Simmons. Like, and then and then I think of it this way: like, do you really want to protect Mikheyev? Do you really want to protect Engvall? Okay, they're not going to take Simmons. They're not going to take Mikheyev. They're not going to take Engvall. Because like they're not like Good. there are better options on other teams for them to take. Yeah, they're not exactly. Um, so like they'll take other players before they take those ones. They'd probably take Kerfoot just because he can, he's such a fluid player and he can play in so many different positions. Yeah. Um, um, okay. And then, now that you pointed out, they probably the Leafs actually the Leafs actually just don't have like seven guys to protect. Exactly. Yeah. That might that might be that might be the reason that that might be the, the only that that might be a a reason why they they have to do something like that. Go four and four. Yeah. The, okay, Who knows? Here, Maybe uh, they just keep they protect Dermot instead of Hall. All right. Here. How about this? How about this? Would you be mad at the Leafs if they gave up their second round pick uh, for the Kraken to not select Kerfoot? Um, can they do that? that an option? Yeah, you can, you can do some sort of compensation where you can have them select, select a player and then give them a set, like, the, give them was, a pick. you can give them a pick, 
you can be like, okay, we do not want you to select this player. We will give you a second round, our second round pick to not select this player. And then they'll be yeah. like, oh, okay, okay, we'll take Dermot. And it's like, oh, they took Dermot and the Leafs gave him the second round pick. How about we give them next year's second round pick? No. Look at what, God, what a fucking mess the Leafs draft picks are. Yep. I was just going to say, I, I don't want to be giving yeah, up picks because be we picks threw either. out so much. What this a fucking year, mess. And we got nowhere. And that's just and who was the one who fucking said who's gonna give who's gonna like who's the one who said I'm not giving Nick Flino a f- for a fucking first round pick? Oh, it's this guy because he's not worth it. And he didn't do anything. Yeah, he did not do anything. Um Fuck this, yeah. oh, I fucking hate this team. Yeah, I but that team, was but I... our trade deadline was not good looking back. Looking back, um, yeah. We should have went for Hall. It would have cost us less. It would have cost would the same cost thing. Us. I think it would have cost us actually. It probably would have cost probably. us less because the Sabers like apparently us. just don't like people. Uh, the Sabers don't like being yeah. good. Like yeah. the Leafs have the Leafs this year have the um, Leafs this year have a second and then a fifth and a sixth and then next year a first, a second, and a seventh. Yeah, I think they have to. They have to like I will not be giving up a thing. It's like. Yeah, we'll sign someone like it's not worth giving up those picks because we need to restock the cabinets because the way things are going, we are not having any success and we might have to start building a future team. So uh, we need to get those draft picks in as much as we can and um, I think try to rebuild the cabinet. I think I think the I think the I think the Leafs will make some sort of trade that gets them a, that will get them a uh, a draft pick. I think they're going to offload some who. Marner? Marner's the only player that's getting moved, bud. If you look at it realistically, he's the only one. No one's Freelander. How about they move Kerfoot for a pick before the trade, before the before the expansion draft? Before Wednesday? From a week from today. You think that's gonna happen? I don't think that's gonna happen. But hope I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't don't know. Honestly, honestly, the best thing for them is probably just to eat it. That probably might be. I just, think they might have to. That's just the best thing. Um, <sighs> if if you're trading someone, going back to that conversation, it's Marner. Nylander's too good for the money he makes. He showed up in the playoffs and he put up a bunch of points and he put up a bunch of assists and he he was a good player. Matthews is a center. You never trade a center. If you have a first line center, you never trade him. And Tavares, you don't trade him because. He's and you can't get mad at him for the playoffs because he was injured. Like exactly. So yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So Leafs. moving on, Brandon Carlo uh, has signed a six-year, one uh, four point one million dollar contract with the Boston Bruins. So they get another um, discount deal for a good player that's going to be there for six years and just destroy our happiness and joy. I mean, yeah, that's a good one. That's. Yeah. Uh, and now Brandon Carlos. Uh, Brandon Carlos is a good, uh, a good, a good one. And also, like four point one. That's like that's. I thought that he was gonna. I thought that if anything, he would take a little, a little more. But Jesus, good one. Um, yep. Um. Hey, good for the good for the Bruins. Hold on, I'm reading something about the Jays. Uh, decision is not yet expect is not expected. Uh, this week on the proposal, like just give them, give, just give TFC and the Jays their their friggin' uh, arena back. Like God, I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick yeah. of it. Okay, uh, sorry, on. I just got distracted. Uh, Habs hire Dom Ducharme. They remove the interim tag and give him a three year contract. Congratulations, Dom Ducharme. I don't think um, like good for him. I guess I don't think he's that great of a coach, and I think the Montreal Canadiens overreached. Are you a Stanley Cup greatly. caliber coach? They overreached greatly. And Are I you think a Stanley Cup caliber coach be... that was almost kicked out in the first round in five games? No, you're not. Okay, yeah, I guess. Um, uh, he, I think the Canadians are going to be nowhere near as they're not gonna. They're not gonna go anywhere near the Stanley Cup finals next year. Look at the division next year. Like, and yeah. it's gonna be similar to like the Dallas Stars, where they go to the finals and then next year they miss the playoffs. And I think that's what's gonna happen to the Canadians because uh, I think so. they would have missed the playoffs this year if it was normal. 
<laughs> like, yep. Yep. Yeah. Ottawa Senators would have made the playoffs, which would be pretty jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Ottawa um, did something. Yes, Ottawa did something. Uh, Pierre Maguire hired by the Senators for senior VP of player development. Um, good for them. Oh my God, uh, through Pierre. this, oh my God, we Pierre. found out through this, though, one gem we did find was he turned down GM positions, two-year GM positions, which I understand why he turned them down, but who is offering Pierre Maguire GM positions? He's a smart that is hockey my question. Mind. Smart hockey mind. Okay, so he, what he said was it was only a two-year contract. With if you, if you're a GM or a coach, you need more than two years to change the culture or build a team or whatever. So I understand why he, he was also it like at NBC at the time, and he had a seven-year NBC contract. So he decided to go with NBC for the seven years. Then this, but because now NBC kind of just folded and isn't a sports channel anymore or whatever. So he goes to the Senators, um, Pierre Maguire, and um, um, Eugene Melnick are. Uh, yeah, Eugene Melnick are going to be buddies, drinking whiskey on the uh, in their in their uh, arena suite. <laughs> and you know what's going to be the best part is um, because Pierre Dorian's not the best at interviews. We're going to hear Pierre every single day, every single day. We're going to hear about how. Uh, uh, how Tim Stutzler, the third overall pick in 2020 from uh, from Germany, and he when when I saw him in the uh, Ger- in the in the World Juniors, he was the captain of the German team that went to the uh, knockout stages for the first time in their entire existence because of Tim Stutzler. And then we're also going to hear about um, uh, uh, looking at their team. We're going to hear about Evgeny Dadanov, who was from Magnitogorsk, Ru- <laughs> Russia. Uh, Born on March 12, 1989. And then Colin White, who was born be- on January 30th, 1997. Uh- <laughs> it's just going to be like, whenever he's going to speak, it's just going to sound like him broadcasting. It's like every, uh, every like, like, just, does Pierre Maguire just go into every single room and like talk breathe? as if he's broadcasting? Does he yeah, breathe? Yeah, that too. Um, That's my question. It's, pretty, it's going to be interesting to see how he goes. Set, he's a senior, he's going to be a senior vice president of player development. Um, I don't really know what he knows about player development, but good for him, I guess. He watches the um, World Juniors. Yeah. And he and he's around the OHL ranks, and that's it. <laughs> that's when he knows about player development. Uh, speaking of the Sens, um, Brady Kachuk's up. Um, I, you think Eugene's going to pull out the wallet for him? He has yes. To. Like, he has, he has to. to. Like, if he no- doesn't, then the organization might as well just burn everything to the ground. Cause like that's okay. So the highest played paid player on highest paid forward on uh, on the Sens is, is Evgeny Dadanov with five million bucks. Does Brady yeah. Kachuk has he has to get more than that? Yeah, I think he he's gonna to. get like six or seven even. Yeah. Like I don't think I, yeah. I don't think he's gonna I don't think he's gonna uh, Thomas Shabbat his eight million. I don't think he's gonna reach that. Yeah. I think uh, I'd be I I I think it's gonna be like a bridge deal. I think it's gonna be like two three years. Yeah. Um, and then and then he'll go for like the big bucks uh, mm. after that when he once he like has like greater uh, I think he not greater accomplishments but just like a longer career. See, and then here's my thing with the Senators. I know they have no money, but they have they have okay, they have Brady Kachuk and Drake Batherson as RFAs who are very big who are big future cornerstones of this team. And they, they gave the yeah. least trouble this year. They gave all the Canadian teams trouble. Both of those players were very, very annoying to deal with. And really they're good, very yeah. good players. They're both RFAs. You have to pay them. And then after next year, they have to pay uh, Alex Formanton and Josh Norris. Josh Norris was incredible this year for the, yep. this year for, uh, for Ottawa. And every time he played the Leafs, I wanted him to I wanted him to go away. And Alex Formington yep. was also one of those players where I'm where I'm like, he was a he was a really, really fast guy who put up a lot of points. He's an RFA too after this year. And they're gonna have to pay him. Lucas, and then after- Lucas you I think he's gonna pay them. Like, relax. It's it's first of all, you know, it's not relax. He <laughs> will won't. pay them. He has to. If he doesn't, literally the fan base will burn that building to the ground. I'm telling you. He knows I, – I don't know if he knows what he's doing, but I think he said something about along the lines of, like, have 
five years of unparalleled success or something like that. I hey, think Mark he knows Vassal. that. Mark Vassal, remember what Mark Vassal said? He's right. When Mark Vassal was I like. I think the, <laughs> the Leafs are going to be worse than the Senators. And the way things are going, it looks like that might be true. Because the Leafs are we'll a see. shell of a team right now. That's where we'll I think with the, the Leafs tri- right now. That's where I am with the Leafs. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but I think he's going to have to pay them because if he doesn't, he's going to literally lose the fans completely. And it's what? He's going to trade them and then rebuild again? Like he's, he, he has no other options than to pay them. Yes, you're right. Like he has no, he has no other options. He just has to, he has to, he gotta, he's got to bring out his wallet. Yep, and I think and he then will. he has to pay. And then also, it's Tim Stutzle after after that year. Like I think he will, Lucas. I think he will. Hopefully, I, they I will never know with Eugene. That's the thing. That's a good question. That's Eugene. a good point. Though, yeah. Like that that whole organization is it's a comedy in itself. Sometimes, yeah. like it really can be. Um, yeah. I, 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 I hope for their sake that they're able to pay those players because they deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a couple players that retired uh, or announced their retirement. Um, Pekka Rene retires after 15 years, greatest uh, Predators goalie of all time. He won the Bezna in 2018 and then went to the Stanley Cup Finals and lost to Pittsburgh. So congratulations on his successful career. I expect him to be back as uh, either goalie coach or like something to do with the organization. Uh, it, with the Preds or just uh, or, like any other organization, I expect it to be the Preds because he's just so. I, um, I've I've called Pecorino before. Like I don't think this is I don't, like I don't need to be rude, but there's so there's so many times where when it came to the playoffs, like I called Pecorino the like uh, a goalie you can't trust in the playoffs, which like he kind of which he kind of was, but that doesn't take away his unbelievable accomplishments. And like, yeah, he was he was one of those goal like he was like he was on the Predators for 15 years. Like you don't you don't stumble yep. into a 15 year career. But he, I remember him always just being like, <clears throat> uh, I remember him always. Well, uh, he was like either unstoppable or no, he was Mike Smith. He was Mike Smith, yeah. unstoppable yep. or couldn't stop anything. But uh, congrats to Pecorino, amazing amazing career. Uh, I, I wish him all the best. Yeah. Um, so uh, one more thing, or a couple more things, actually. Uh, Kevin Miller retires at 33 after being undrafted. He had 13 goals and 71 points in 352 games. So he retires from Boston Bruins. Um, he is only 33, but he has hard miles, and he had a bunch of injuries last year which like stopped him from playing the full season and uh, he retires. So congratulations for an undrafted player to play. Yeah. Almost oh, undra- I love those stories. stories games. Like, um, I don't know if our time, I think our Temi Panarin might be a different, might be different, but stories like that, where it's like undrafted player turns into like, it turns into a really great story. Like, Oh, I, I, love, yeah. those, I love those stories. Yeah. Um, and the last thing, the Sabres, uh, Jeff Skinner has agreed to waive his no movement clause. Um, it's so bad in Buffalo that a player wants to get draft wants to be taken to the expansion draft. Okay. Um, if you're Seattle, why take that contract? You don't. But like, pe- like uh, Sabres fans, um, Anthony among them, also uh, Melody Martin, are also are already like, all right, bye bye. Like, nice. Nice knowing you, Jack. I'm like, or sorry, nice knowing you, Jeff. I'm like, dude, he's not gone yet. And how do you know that, that Seattle's even going to take them? Like, I don't even, like, if, like, I'd take, uh, I, I, I'm not taking Jeff Skinner. Are you? Jeff Skinner, age 29, 9 million cap hit. Till 2027. Yep. Um, uh, who's going to take that? Six years, nine 11, million, and he scores what? 20 points? Yeah, and he eats 11% of the cap. I, which, like, is a I, lot. I knew, like, and that's just an example of how one good year does not make you a good player. 
unless you're William, unless you're William Carlson. Like, yeah, that's just that, 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 like, that's what happened. They, he scored 40 goals one year and then he got 9 million bucks and never scored again. <laughs> well, okay. So let's take a look back. Okay. So in Carolina, okay. 2013, uh, Carolina, 54 points. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember. Then I remember in his thirty-one year, points. He was really good. Then fifty-one points. Then sixty-three points. That's on Carolina. So his mm-hmm. like his lowest was thirty-one, and his highest was sixty-three. Mm-hmm. Then he comes to the uh, or then Carolina, um, forty-nine points again. Then he comes to the Sabers, sixty-three points, and then last year twenty-three points, and then this year fourteen. So. He's not a terrible player. Like, he's not $9 million worth, but he is like a 40 to 50 point player when he's on an average team. Or, and and Buffalo's it, uh, just, like a, yeah. <laughs> Buffalo's just not average. Like, yeah. I, I still, like, he's, he's better than 14 points this past year and then better than 23 points the year before. Like, he's better than that. Like, yeah. that's just, that's like, just he a has, fact. In 773 games, he has 479 points. So here, one second. Let me see how like much not nothing. percentage that is. Uh, he's minus 129 <laughs> in his career. That's funny. Um, yeah. But, like, he's not as bad as... He's a 0.6... He's 0. 0.6, uh, 0.6 points per game. Which isn't terrible. Yeah. Like that's it's closer to like a point per game player than it is to uh like Half, not yeah. point per game player. But just like so, I'm sorry, I, like if I'm it's Seattle. The nine I, million. The nine million is the thing that screws him over. He's also never I don't went think to the, Seattle's He's also never been to the playoffs once. He's been to oh yeah. He's been to the playoffs in the OHL. Which like, he put up thirty three points and 20 games, which was like, good, like 20 goals in 20 games in the OHL. Wow. But yeah. that, I, it, does that not show you something that he's never been to the NHL playoffs? Yeah. It's, I don't know. It was like, the Carolina. It was, it was, the, he was on Carolina for that. Like, I, I didn't they make the playoffs those years when he was there. But he just never played. I no, guess like Carolina, Carolina for Carolina for a long time was like, uh, I'll, I'll give you a current example. Carolina for a long time was like Florida, where they just didn't any, go like they just didn't weren't exciting. They were no just one, mediocre. No one went to their games. Like, yeah, and, then, yeah. and then the storm surge team team came, and then it, like they got really exciting. But like, yeah, yeah, they just they like they, they never went to, they never went to the playoffs. He's like he's never went to the playoffs. Uh, that that like if I'm Seattle, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not taking, I'm not taking him unless, it's, unless. So, I would have taken him if it wasn't the nine million dollar contract. That's mm-hmm. the thing that messes everything up. If it wasn't that nine million dollar contract, I would take him because he's like a forty point player. He's he could be like Carl, uh, William Carlson, where he's just mediocre, or no, he's not mediocre. He gets like average amount of points, and then once he's put into a position where he can succeed. He gets a bunch of points and a bunch of goals. Yeah. We saw that when Just, he was with playing with Jeff Skinner, or not Jeff Skinner, when uh, he Jack was Eichel. playing with Jack Eichel. He put up points, he put up assists, and he was a good player when he was in a, in a position to succeed. And then they bring in a soccer coach, and um, he decides that Jeff Skinner doesn't play forward anymore or doesn't play in a position to succeed, and he plays in a position to fail, and he mm-hmm. failed. What did you guys expect? Yeah. That's, yeah. So that's basically it's, it's, it. Yeah. It's if you had like four million, I would take mm-hmm. four, five would be kind of like a bit too much, but like there's no shot he's get he's taking, he's taking, or Seattle's going to take him because that automatically like blocks them off from doing any future deals with any big players. Mm-hmm. Cuz Seattle wants to be like Vegas where they just bring in all the new cool toys every single year and then just send off all the other toys later or mm-hmm. like in the same year. Yeah. The, yeah, I I agree with you dude. Like I just I don't I don't see it. I don't see them taking 
Uh, I don't see them taking Jeff Skinner. Uh, before we go, I know that we got to wrap up. Uh, if you're, as we are Leaf fans, um, I'm sure, um, I'm sure we'll, we'll be looking at this. Uh, the Leafs only have one goaltender under contract. Um, yep. Looking at the UFA. All right. Looking at the UFA market. Let me just run down some names. Uh, Mike Smith. Do you want him? Mike Smith. No. Brian Elliott. Brian I Elliott. I wouldn't want Brian Elliott. Wait, do you have age or no? Or is this Brian just Elliott, like, 30, do you have any stats Brian Elliott, with them? 36 years old. I take – if because there were some rumors that Freddie and the Leafs have been in discussion, and it looks like Freddie's going to hit the open market. But there is a chance that he comes back, and um, I would take Freddie over him. Uh, Jonathan Bernier, 32. Is that like a uh, UFA? So we have to sign yeah, him? Yeah, all these guys are UFAs. Like I, I, oh, okay. I, no. Uh, Chris Dreger. Did, uh, did Chris yes. Dreger, Was Chris Dreger the guy that took them to the playoffs? The the non-Bobrovsky guy that took that took yes. them to the playoffs? See, but but the Panthers had two non-Bobrovsky guys. So, like, I don't know which – it's Chris Dreger and then there was another guy. I don't know. Uh, wasn't it was. Spencer Knight, the guy from the – Yes, yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. So they play three three different goalies in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, James Reimer. I would I would only want James Reimer for the LOLs, but not not necessarily. Like I would, I would take Trigger. For... Yeah, uh, Devin Dubnik. No, no way. Yaroslav Halak. No. Too old. Lauren uh, yeah. Perswat. No, thank you. Um, uh, I wouldn't hate that if I if we get him. Uh, Carter Hutton. No way. Auntie Ranta. I wouldn't no. hate. I wouldn't hate Auntie Ranta. It depends on his health. Because uh, I, I think they he had problems with his health like over the last year, no? Because he had injury uh, concerns. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't. Okay. Uh, I know that. Um, and then there was there was someone else that I wanted to look at. Um, Philip Grubauer. Philip Grubauer. That's my guy. That's my guy. I wouldn't hate that too, but I think he's going to stay in Colorado. I think they're going to resign him. Colorado's got to res- okay. Colorado's got some. Okay, Colorado has to re-sign Gabriel Landeskog, their captain. They also have to re-sign uh, Kale McCarr. Um, like, I don't think I don't think they're going to be able to re-sign all of them. So, yeah, that, those are some goalie names. Like Philip Grubauer would be my guy. Like, like if the Leafs get Philip Grubauer, I'm sure I'm sure Jack Campbell won't be happy. But you know what, Philip Grubauer, that's my guy. <laughs> so, um, uh, is that are you done with that? I have like yeah, 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 funny that's to it. say. Yeah. So I have a I have like a photography account, my Zaris oh. Media account, and um, I entered into like you know how Little Caesars were doing all like the social media like prize things, yeah, uh, throughout the playoffs or whatever, and I entered into one of them, and I won. Oh, I won a hundred dollar gift card from Little Caesars. So that's pretty jokes. I mean, yeah, Little Caesars is great. I've only had it once, but <laughs> the one time I had it, it was great. See, the one thing I don't like about Little Caesars is that they only give you big pizzas. I would have, I, I just prefer like if they give us slices, but that's awesome, dude. Yeah. No, the whole Little Caesars thing, like Little Caesars pizza, if you get it fresh, it's good. If it's like stale, it tastes like cardboard. So that's my only gripe I have with Little Caesars. Okay. Um, I think that's a good way to end it. I won something for once in my life, I have success. Uh, for a hundred dollar pizza from Little Caesars, but you hear that, uh, Leafs? You hear that, Leafs? Yeah. We won yeah. something. How about that? Um, <laughs> oh, also, congratulations to all the Italians, Euro Cup champions. That was yeah. a great game. Screw the English. Um, big W for the Italians. Um, I was happy about that. Um, thanks for listening. Check us out on a thing. Recommend us a friend. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, after the expansion draft? Yeah, we'll do after the expansion draft. We'll see, we'll see. But next